Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show with Vossie and Brandy. If you're listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney and for the first hour, we welcome you listening on SENQ 693 AM up there in Brisbane. Patton Hills will be along from 6 AM Queensland time. Also, if you're listening anywhere across the SEN network, good morning to you. Good morning, Brandy. Morning, James. Uh, fantastic to be here and... Um Looking forward to the show today, and I'm a Wednesday man this year. Um, you did yes. Wednesdays last year. I'm a Wednesday man, and I'm the thing about Wednesdays that I'm looking forward to. And we had our first teams ball yesterday afternoon. Is, is talking about Teamless Tuesday. So mm. off the back of what happens on Tuesday afternoon, where sides uh, name their teams for the round, and we had our first drop lot yesterday afternoon for those sides that are in Vegas. And you know we've had we've had warm ups during the preseason challenge, yes. but the, you're not playing for two points. Yes. So this is the first uh, chance we have to chat about the teams that dropped yesterday afternoon. A couple of curly ones in there. A few, few that not many. Like you, you kept look. I kept looking at um, predicted teams for round one. Yeah. And uh, the experts naming their teams. Yep. And yeah. So yep. there was a there was a number of players that didn't make it. A mm-hmm. uh, couple of couple of strange ones. No, well, not strange, just a couple of roosters that aren't there. The Butcher Brothers. Well, Egan Butcher's not even in the 17. Nat Butcher's on the bench. Angus Crichton didn't make the team. Very surprising. Um, so um, we'll go through that. We'll, we'll, we'll look through all the teams. Um, we've got a big show. We've got the Kings boss joining us because the Kings are in action tonight against the New Zealand Breakers. And uh, we'll talk to Paul Smith about their chances of uh, advancing. Um you you did some training yesterday. Yep, so a bit of bit of swimming. So I've I've started to introduce swimming back into into my program, Brandy. So I, w- I was running quite a bit. I did the city to surf last year. I was thinking about doing a half marathon this year actually, but obviously change of events, change of plans this year. So I'm, I'm back in the pool and doing a bit of swimming. Um, and I was down there at the Allianz Stadium pool yesterday, mm-hmm. um, swimming some laps. I did the um, the steam room, the ice bars, threw some weights around. Nice little uh, little R and R day it feels like for me to do that stuff instead of doing any work. Is the um, is the the stadium gym a busy gym? And Very busy bu- and busy pool. Busy gym pool wasn't too busy because it was sprinkling rain yesterday. So. That generally keeps the crowds away. So for me, that they're the best days to swim when it's a bit rainy, a bit overcast because people are staying away from the pool. So is that the pool you will train in? You'll, you'll continue to use um, that pool? Good question. I, I will use it uh, a bit. The other thing, I, I need to find a training partner, a bit of a sparring partner just to know where I'm at. So if anyone out there listening uh, fancies their chances over 50 metres... Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. If you want to be my training partner, I'm 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 a bit of a swimmer. I was, <laughs> okay, I was a swimmer back in my day. Yeah, nice. Fifty meter man. Never, yeah, nice. Never, That's I all I trained. need. That's all I, I never need. trained. Yeah. Um, t- uh, low twenty seven. Low twenty seven. That's pretty good. That's handy. Yeah, that's handy. But that's 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 thirty years ago. Okay. Uh, so, but I did do some swimming over the summer. So I did. St- I I do like swimming. Yeah, you know, I'm not a great long distance swimmer, mm. so I'm generally what I do. I swim like I run. I go yep. f- go hard. Yeah, I do a fast fifty. Mm. Then then I start off by walking fifty. Yeah, and then go hard yep. fifty. So I, I so, but the pool, 
the pool, the swimmers in the pool, which yes. got me. And obviously there is regulars, reg- people that swim regularly. Boy, there's some etiquette and there's some rude people in pools. There is. There is. You, you get your rusted on regulars that you see down at the pool every day. And, well, essentially they think they own the place. Exactly. Yeah. Ex- exactly. So if you're a newcomer, I guess it's like anything. Like you hear about surfing. If if you're not part very of that localized. surf, yeah, very mm. localized. If you if you crash in on a couple of you know locals, it's their wave. <laughs> not good. Way it's their wave. It's yeah. like the, but the pool's like that. The pool's like that. I've I often have people ask me how do you, how do you go at a a public swimming pool? But there is an etiquette where you know you've got the lanes that says fast lane, slow lane, medium lane, all all that sort of jazz. What I think they should do is just put a little. Uh, Below below where it says fast, put a little time. Mm. You, know, you have to be able to swim under 30 seconds to go on the fast, something like that. But uh, I had my mate down at the pool the other day and I was swimming some laps and he was just sort of plotting and he was getting some videos for me of some technique and stuff so I could look back and see. How are you, how are you stroking it? Feeling pretty good. Swimming better than, better than I expected. Um, anyway, he said while I was swimming, he said four or five occasions – Someone came and hopped in my lane and went to push off and then saw me swimming back in and went, ah, maybe not on the fast <laughs> lane today <laughs> and, and exited the pool uh, or exited my lane. So that, that helps that that etiquette exists. So is there, would there be people there that uh, overestimate just how good a swimmer they 100%, are? Hundred percent, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So while we're talking uh, swimming fast, it always baffled me. Uh, when they, when they were t- big meetings, like international meetings, and yes. they go, "Oh, this is a fast pool." Yeah, and yeah, go, yeah. Well, it's fifty, <laughs> it's fifty meters. There's water in it's it. It's H two O. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what is what is the fast pool term, and does it hold any weight? There's a couple of different things, and it's become more pertinent with uh, with time. So the first one is the sides of the pool. So if the pool has basically a step on the side where it steps down to, to the pool, the water will hit the step and ricochet back into the middle of the pool, therefore creating a wavy pool. Right. So that's a slow pool. So you need the infinity edges. No, 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 no pool these days, like racing pool, would have the old gutter, Not anymore. The, the old gutter, yeah, concrete not, gutter. Not anymore. Not no. anymore. So they've got rid of that. but. A lot of those pools that were built sort of post-war period, the, a lot of the country pools, a lot of your suburban pools do have that. Mm. Uh, the next one is uh, the, the filtration system. So some filtration systems, for whatever reason, seem to cause a very, very minuscule whirlpool around that 50 metres. So mm. sometimes I've seen at a, at a World Champs once, they didn't get the filtration system right. And lane eight was super fast on one lap and lane one was super fast on the other lap. Mm-hmm. Affected the middle of the pool less, but around that outside of the pool where the filtration system was, yep. the first lap of every race, lane eight seemed to be turning first. Right. And on the way back, lane one was getting a bit of advantage. And then the other one is what the pool's made out of. So ideally, built-in tiled pools are preferable to like a... So for the Commonwealth Games, they did a drop-in pool in Melbourne in Rod Laver Arena. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of, I don't know how to explain it, soft, a soft material. And then they sort of um, block out around it, but it's not a a proper tiled pool. Um, You want the tiled pools. I think it's mostly mental because as you're swimming fast over the tiles, you see them rushing 
below you mm. and you feel like you're swimming fast. Or if there's no tiles, it's just that solid one piece of plastic. Right. Feels like you're not really moving. Yeah, okay. So mm. it could be mental. A lot of it's mental. So, yeah. so the fast pool uh, commentary might have been transitioned from the old block pool that they built after the war. Yeah. To the, then pools were starting to change. I reckon when they were first days. starting, some swimmers were like, oh, this is a fast pool. Yep. And then... Didn't I, have the sides. The I don't water. I don't think you could go to a world champs or an Olympics and go, oh, slow pool. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the last time I swam in a pool where we thought it was slow. Maybe Delhi. Yeah, okay. Delhi was really cold. They didn't have the <laughs> they didn't have the heating right. <laughs> Weird place, Delhi. <laughs> so, um, so after you swam and you did a few weights, did, did did what else did you do at the gym? So I did that? I did the sauna and I did the the ice bath okay. and uh, I'm very competitive with anything I do. So I got in the sauna, it's super hot, and I uh, just did a quick little intake of who else is in the sauna, mm-hmm. and then I decided that. I had to outlast everyone else in the sauna. Is that because you, you're James Magnus? <laughs> I think it was I'm just... I'm a missile and I'm not, I'm well, not the, letting anyone... The thing was, I knew I had to stay in there a while to get the benefits. You know, they talk about all the benefits of mm-hmm. heat shock proteins. And I don't want to get too technical, but supposedly it's good for recovery, inflammation, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm 50-50 on the complete benefits of it. But I thought, I'm, in, I'm here now. I want to get the benefits. How do I know how long I've been in here? And I just had this thing mentally, I've got to outlast everybody else in the sauna. So I don't know how long I ended up sitting in there, but there was one specific bloke sitting over in the corner. I could barely see him for Through steam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I was having like a mental a battle with him. <laughs> yeah. I was having a mental battle with this guy to stay in there longer. And when he when he left and walked out, I thought, okay, I don't want to make it too obvious that oh. I was going mono e mono with him. <laughs> so I did in my head, I did a 30-second countdown for after he left till I left. <laughs> you, you were five kilos lighter too. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. man. Dehydrated. I was stumbling out of there. But no, it was, uh, it was a good day. Um, Hey, I'm, so I'm filling in for Vossi. So he should be in Vegas by now. We haven't seen... He is. He's, he's there. He's there? He's definitely there. But I think he, he was... Um, he does take you through exactly minute by minute what he's doing on the day. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he's filming. Uh, like he walks off the plane and, and begins filming. Um, I think it might be for the fan. Um, but I'm sure we can interrupt him at some stage through our next yeah. three hours. We saw a little bit of footage. He was filming James Graham asleep on that uh, chartered flight up there in business class. Last last Friday, Brandy, on uh, Missile's Mailbag, our Friday segment, I gave some advice for people traveling to Vegas. One of the things I said was, do not use the slot machines outside of casinos. The slot machines at grocery stores or the airport, they're less regulated than the ones in they can, they can do what they want with yeah, them, Yeah, so, so statistically, they're 8% less likely to win than the ones in the casino, which are already so low. Mm. I saw footage yesterday. Hello Sport, friends of SEN, they do all talk with Hello Sport here. They went straight in, $50 on a slot machine. Loss, 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 loss. Fifty dollars down straight away in off the casino. plane. Oh, straight off the plane in the at airport. the airport. Well, off the plane. Didn't even wait till they didn't got into Vegas. Didn't wait. Ended. Filmed it straight off. So they obviously hadn't listened to my advice. No. Then I saw young Cooper Johns. Same thing. Followed straight in. off the plane. Airport slot machine loss. So if, if there's anyone out there listening right now and they haven't gone to Vegas yet, but they're on their way for the NRL this weekend, stay away 
from the airport and the grocery store slot machines. You're not going to win. That is a sign of desperation that you, it's that you hit the first slot machine you see at yeah. the airport. Yeah, you, absolutely. You're not even waiting for the casino. Are you a slot machine operator? No. I don't understand them. I don't. Well, if I'm going to gamble, I want to watch a sport or a race or something that I can yep. get excited about. Just tapping a button and watching a screen. It doesn't get me. No. 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 But I, I'd, I'd go and play. I'd play cards. I'd yeah. play 21. Yeah. I'd play blackjack. Blackjack. Yeah. Um, Roulette. I don't mind. I don't yep. mind the ball. Yep. Something yeah. where you have decent odds, right? Yeah. Even the good thing about blackjack is there's a a bit of skill involved in it as well. Mm. Um, whereas slot machines, they baffle yeah. me. They baffle me. When, when we're in um, first Kangaroo Tour '86, uh, the Dragonara Hotel had a casino in it. Right. So in Leeds. Yeah. So you'd come home after a night out. Yeah, yeah. And you kn- well, the casino was 24. Yeah. 24/7. <laughs> so how many times did we just wander in and thought, "Oh, well, we can still drink. They're still they're still mm. serving. You got to gam- you got to bet to to drink. To drink. Yeah. So you'd have a drink. I did. I had a I had an incredible run on the roulette table. I rolled seven reds in a row and I let most of it ride. Well, like I, I, I'm not a big punter, so yeah, I didn't yeah, start yeah. big. Yeah, but it paid for my. We had three days off uh, immediately after that. Three yep. days off, like which you never, had, you know. Yeah, yeah. And my my brother and dad were over there at the time. Yeah. And we, uh, I hired a car, jumped in it. We drove to Scotland and played golf at St Andrews, and I paid for everything All on, on the, the back of the seven wow. reds. We we actually had a similar thing at the London Olympics. So next to the Olymp- Olympic Village. Uh, Frank Lowy built a Westfield right there. And at the top of the Westfield was a casino. Same thing, mm. 24-7. So either, you know, if we were going for drinks in the afternoon and then going out, rather than head straight into London, it was easier to walk next door into the Westfield, go up to the casino, try our luck, then go out. Or same thing, when we came back, the casino was still open. So yep. um, that's that's sort of the extent of my casino uh, escapades, though I don't like spending a lot of time in them. I I used to uh, when I was playing in uh, Auckland in the the couple of years that I spent in Auckland. When when we were finished, we'd fly straight back and we'd go to the Gold Coast. My wife's family live on the Gold Coast, so yeah. we, and we I we'd spend a week at Jupiter's, like, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. not not bet that much, but just enjoy the yeah you yeah know, the, the surroundings, surroundings and, yeah yeah. It's, it's but Jupiter's was always good good fun good fun. Uh, we're here for Brighton's lawyers unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brighton's lawyers. Give us a call this morning. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 The open line is open. Now it's all yours. You can get in the running for the Club Med Caller of the Year. This is a great prize. You can win a trip to Bali worth almost $10,000. We'll be back in a moment with all your thoughts right here on the Home of Sport in Sydney, 1170 AM. 70 a.m. here in Sydney, a partly cloudy day across Sydney, heading for 29 in the city, 32 in the west. And good morning if you're in Brisbane. You're with us for another half an hour before Patton Hills will be along. Partly cloudy up there today in 31. We're here for Bryden's lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's lawyers. Um, and uh, Lee was with us yesterday, wasn't he? He was, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. It was good good chatting with Lee yesterday. <laughs> the, uh, the head honcho, the boss hey. of Bryden's. You've been running into fans all over the place, but yesterday, uh, an SEN fan in DY. Bit odd. So I'm driving home. So mm. my, your day was training yesterday. Yeah. Uh, 
I drove home yesterday and uh, got to DY, so I'm nearly home. And I'm stopped at lights and it's a big bus stop at DY. There's lots of people yep. there and I was in the inside lane. Hey, Brandy, <laughs> is that you? And I sort of wound the window down. I said, yeah, how you going, mate? <laughs> yeah, good. He goes, SEN. Love it. <laughs> SEN forever. And I went, yeah, like green light. I'm off. <laughs> See, See you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's probably listening bit, this morning. It was a bit random. If, um, you're, if you're the SEN listener at DY, uh, bus stop, text us in 0457736736. Let us know your name. Yeah. Does that help an iPhone to name. you? Uh, every now and then, mm. uh, like every now and then. Uh, I, I, last year, I was surprised by um, it just in Collaroy, like you know, on one day at a coffee shop, there was two women, yeah, two, you know, between between the ages of forty and fifty. So I said, "Oh, love listening to you on Fossey in the morning." I went, "Oh, there you good. go." Yeah, good, yeah. Good. I get I get, get quite a lot there. as well. People talking about SEN. Mm. Um, I wanted to ask you about some etiquette. So, uh, th- this happens a lot. So at the gym yesterday, I haven't been to a public gym in... Because you got your own gym. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I've got my own gym. So usually I work out with, with my own mates or do yep. my own classes at, at the gym, whatever that may be. Um, so after the swim yesterday, I threw some weights around a little bit and I had the headphones in. Mm. And these days it can be a little bit harder to see the headphones because they're just, you know, the little pods, little pods in your ear. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but, ha- you know people pulling me up and asking me about what, you know, different things I'm doing and stuff like that. And then when I walk my dog, I do the same, put the, put the AirPods in, mm-hmm. which kind of says I'm not in the mood to talk. I'd have thought, and I'm a big podcast guy. When I walk, I listen to sports podcasts, history podcasts, mm-hmm. finance, board, whatever so it is. Not necessarily music. Not music. No, not no, music. Right. Yeah, okay. I'm constantly listening to talking because I always think of it as an opportunity to, you know, either upskill or do yep. research or whatever it is. Anyway, at the dog park and uh, and my, my dog had a back surgery, a little sausage dog, so he doesn't, he doesn't walk too great. He's a bit wobbly. Sausage dogs can be quite violent. They? Yeah, they can be aggressive, They're little aggressive, buggers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't he doesn't walk too good. So many people, you know, pass me. Hey, how are you yeah. going? I give a nod. Mm-hmm. Nice day. And yeah. uh, but they always stop and talk. Oh, you know, mm. what's wrong with your dog's back or whatever? And I see them talking. I can't hear them because I'm listening to my AirPods. Yep. Every time I go, oh, take the AirPods out. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You know, he's had a back mm. so He doesn't work walk too good. He's not in pain. Uh, but what's the etiquette if you're at if you're walking your dog, if you're in the gym, uh, if you've got, if someone's got headphones in, mm-hmm. and you start talking to them, and they clearly can't hear you. Yep. Well, as a person that doesn't wear earpods or headphones yeah. or anything, yeah. Um, I know the people that wear those things are wanting to be on their own. Yeah. I, I don't. I generally, I don't bother anyone that's got earphones or head. I'm not tapping and. Same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not talking to anyone yeah. that's got yeah. earphones in. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what the etiquette is for you. <laughs> you're, you're placed in an awkward situation where I guess if people are taught, you can see people's oh, you got to. mouths moving. You've got to. You've got to, yeah. you got to take it out. Yeah, you yeah. You've got to address the situation. I would never ignore someone. No. But I always think. and walking- well, I, I can take a hint. Yeah. I can take a hint. Anyone's got headphones on or I'm not bothering them. 
No, I'm that's not, right. I'm yeah, not. walking the dog for me is almost cathartic, and you know, I sort of I'm I'm zoned out because I'm listening to something else. I might be looking at the ocean or whatever, but the amount of people that will talk straight through headphones. <laughs> And you're looking at them and you, you nod at first and you go, okay, okay, take the headphones out. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, uh, now, yesterday we had uh, uh, the highlight of the program yesterday was probably our interview with Usman Khawaja. The world's fastest. Well, it didn't last long, but we, we've since understood exactly what Us- Usman was doing. Usman, so it must have been Uzi's turn to be the media person. So yes. He did a, he had to do a stand-up, had to do a press conference in, in front presser. of everyone. So yeah. We, we sort of... We, we weren't aware of that at the time, but, um, you know, it'll go down as one of our shortest ever interviews. Uh, we actually got a little bit of what Usman was getting up to in his press conference yesterday because Ben Rossley, our producer, the man that makes things happen here at SEN for us on breakfast, uh, was haranguing Usman and the yeah. media man. Uh, here's a little bit of uh, yeah, what happened yesterday to Uzi. Ben Rosalie. Is that your phone? Yeah. Ah, oh, so unprofessional. Oh, That's this. Oh, Carl. 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 Come on, man. That's Cole Hitchcock, our media manager, Cook Australia. Just. <laughs> there we go. So that that was his Ben Rosley. Benny Benny Rosley was uh, was phoning the media manager who had his phone sitting on the on the table while they were yeah. doing a press conference, um, and up popped Ben Rosley. So Ben tried his hardest to get um, to get us Uzi, uh, and we were promised it kept dwindling. First, we were, it was five minutes. Then last time I think Ben spoke to the media manager, it was down to three, three minutes. Three minutes. I, th- I think we had Uzi on for about a minute and a half. Yeah, I had it about 90 seconds. That would be for, my overs-unders line. And, and for probably 60 seconds, he he was addressing the uh, sports minister's batting technique. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get too much intel on the game at hand uh, tomorrow. Uh, you can have your say during the show on the Edgewater Homes text line, 0457 736 736. Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund. Get up to $1,500 a month off your home loan. T's and C's apply. 6.30 news up now, 5.30 if you're in Brisbane. We'll be back after the news with the big he- sports headlines of the morning. And Vossi's going to come up later this half hour too. So stay with us on the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Sporting headlines uh, from the morning, James. Uh, the four clubs playing in Las Vegas doubleheader have named their teams ahead of Sunday's season opener. We'll go through those a little bit later, Brandy. Matilda's back in action tonight for their second Olympic qualifier against Uzbekistan at Marvel Stadium. They carry a 3-0 lead into that final. Uh, That's the playoff to get in the Olympic Games. Yes, the Bulldogs last night had their season launch. We'll hear from Cameron Serraldo in the next hour of the show discussing Stephen Crichton being named captain. In the AFL, Collingwood beat Richmond 76-46 last night in their trial match. Carlton plays Melbourne tonight. And there's FA Cup action this morning. There's a game between Bournemouth and Leicester City, uh, which just got underway at 6.30. Blackburn, Newcastle starts in 15 minutes. Luton Town, Man City at 7 a.m. Sydney time. Uh, Rooster Ash is on the line. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the number. G'day, Rooster Ash. Good morning, gentlemen. And um, look, just on this um, ear pod thing, uh, James, I was 
when you when you're out in the, the media and uh, you're in the spotlight, which you are, I think it's I think it's very rude to have earpods in while you're walking your dog. I understand your privacy and what you want to listen to, but you're out there, man. You're you're a face of the nation. Um, leave your earpods at home and while you're washing up, put your earpods in and listen to whatever you want. So that's my take. Uh, Radio Rooster Ash, I see. I well, you know, it's it's not. You're not ignoring anyone. You just no. You just say. How many people walk around? So where I am, I'm up on North Bondi Golf Course. So many walking people the walk dog. around, walk walk their dog, or are in the gym with earpods in. Yeah, and and it is the younger. I, I will say this: it is it's the younger generation that do it. It's I, I yeah. I don't see many old people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the other one is uh, with with the earpods. If someone calls, and I'm including you, take, you in the younger generation. Yeah. <laughs> you take the call straight through the the AirPods these days, right? So yeah. you don't you don't have to get the phone out of the pocket or anything like that. Yep. Um, as for Rooster Ash, so if if you're a person in the media, then you shouldn't wear AirPods. Is yeah, what he's no, saying, I guess. Yeah. I, I, yeah. To each their own. Hey, Rooster Ash, you're on the line to be our Club Med Caller of the Week. Uh, if you're out there, you can also have your say on 1300 01 1170. Uh, I think we've got Vossi just around the corner. Is that right, producers? Yep, Vossi just around the corner. Thanks for making the switch to SCN 1170 AM. We are the home of sport in Sydney. And as always, we're here for Brighton's Lawyers. If you're unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. Stay with us. Just a moment, we're going to cross live to Las Vegas to Vossi. There's touchdown. Touchdown in Vegas, and the man on the line is uh, is the one and only Andrew Voss. Vossi, come in. Uh, good morning, boys. Yeah, just having a little cup of coffee here with uh, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, just reuniting Ocean's 13. <laughs> Going to uh, redo Ocean's 13 as a rugby league film. I've got this idea. I'm just running it past them now. All the heavy hitters uh, in Vegas. Uh, how was the, how was the flight? How, how long have you been? How long have you been um, on land in Vegas? Uh, 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 well, really, a matter of hours. Um, yeah, no, terrific flight. Uh, if you talk about the vibe, first of all, I'll go back to Sydney Airport yesterday around lunchtime. Uh, a lot of flights. This my, my flight. Great direct to Vegas, a lot of flights to LA, all rugby league supporters in the airport. You know, every mm. every jumper, not just the jerseys of the teams playing uh, on uh, Sunday were represented at the airport. They're all making their way here. It is like <laughs> some sort of crusade. Uh, on my particular flight, um, Peter Volandis, Andrew Abdo, the Fox League crew, and a whole bunch of supporters. Um, so it was a, you know, a really happy flight, an excited flight. This is incredible territory. And then, of course... Uh, when I talk about the Fox League crew, there were the likes of um, Brian Fletcher. Mm. Am I allowed to sort Please. of pull back the curtains and no, tell yeah. you about the, the curtains right yes. back? Open up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, it's been a while since I've been off flown international Qantas, but they still do the grey pajamas. You know, like the yeah. if you can imagine Guantanamo Bay, but they do the grey jammies. Fletch was in the jammies um, even before takeoff. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> He'd rid himself of whatever clothes he was wearing. Yep. He was getting comfortable. Um, he had, at one stage, he had the Elvis glasses on as well. Um, Brian Fletcher, Planet Fletcher would be an interesting place to live. He was having fun from the moment he got on the plane. I don't know what sleep he had, 
Um, I, I, I pumped out a few Zs, so I'm not quite sure if he was awake the whole time, but never once does he look stressed. <laughs> he, is, he is the perfect traveller, Brian Fletcher. He's a happy, happy big thing, he is, isn't he? He is. Uh, very would, happy. Would Fletch be a busy man over there in Vegas? I imagine his itinerary <laughs> would be pretty packed. <laughs> I'm looking at it. <laughs> James, what a lovely, lovely setup. Yeah, now we all have our schedules. So myself and Lara Pitt, we're filming the fans. So I'm getting all around Vegas. This is my first time in Vegas, boys. So, you know, coming out from the airport, let me tell you, from the airport, past two billboards, giant NRL advertising. How good nice. is that? Yes. Um, as you come from the airport, we're way down the southern end of the strip where we're staying. Resorts World, where the players are, is right down the southern end. Let's say, if anyone knows the area, to walk to Bellagio, um, you know, great landmark of the strip, mm. would take the players about 45 minutes. Oh, mm. right. So that's how far down the strip yep. um, uh, the Resorts World is. But yep. And then Allegiant Stadium is way up the other end as well the ground, which I'll, I'll take a visit to tonight. But back to your original question, uh, the answer is how busy is his schedule? Uh, the answer, James, is not very. <laughs> <laughs> so Fletch. I'm trying to find it. Not very for Fletch, no. So, Vossi, you've arrived in daylight hours because if you, you, you've never yep. been to Vegas before. It's Vegas nah. only. Vegas looks great at night. It does. Like mm. it's, it's, a, it's a completely different looking place when the sun goes down. And, and, and Well, well, I... Not just looking. I passed either. this. I, I passed the sphere on the way to the. Um, Have you sorted uh, that? To the hotel, but but from ground level, I wasn't quite sure what they were displaying there. You're surrounded by mountains, and and the thing about it, you're in the desert. I guess the temperature when I landed, I think they said it was 11 degrees. So sort of Southern Highlands weather, um, but there is there's a bit of snow on the mountains, like around ah. Vegas. Um, so it is obviously going to get very cold at night. You know, get down close enough to one or two degrees, but. Mm. Uh, I'm told Monday and Tuesday, if there is a quiet day, that's it. Because uh, some of the shows have the Monday and Tuesday off. But Wednesday through Sunday, everything's absolutely kicking. Um, it, on what I've seen, it's an incredible place. You know, it's, you're surrounded well, it's by mountains like and desert. It's, it's, there's nowhere else like it yeah. in the world. It's, it's, no. it's unique. Uh, and I'm, I'm told, would it be as many as half a million people work just in that sort of entertainment sector to, mm. to keep this thing going. So it's, um, does it have a soul? I'm yet to know. I'll, I'll get that impression over the next few days. But what I do know is there are a hell of a lot of Australians over here going to have one hell of a time um, in leading up to the game on Sunday. I'll make the call right now. Anyone listening, um, put it on your bucket list. We're locked in for the next five years. Plan which year you want to come. And, and you know, get your leave in at work and arrange for your kids are you oh oh just lost him there for a second i've got to ask him so he was talking about potentially getting some uh u2 sphere he was. action in so so he so he, he investigated that 700 bucks are the cheapest, cheapest tickets I cheapest think. tickets were yep 700 i was uh, talking to uh maddie and trish we're going to go along to the the sphere to see a bit of u2 action as well You'd, um, have, you'd have to go. You have like to. If, you, if you're in Vegas, you'd have to. Cause it's so they, they just announced this unique. week the first sporting event in the sphere is going to be UFC 302 or whatever, the big pay-per-view UFC event in the sphere. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, that'll be interesting. If Vossi's back on the line. Vossi, sphere action. When are you, when are you off to see you too? Well, well, I know. Well, I haven't got tickets yet because I was just going to uh, let the dust settle. Okay. But uh, yeah, so the information that I did find. So Saturday night, Vegas time, as in 
the Sunday where the uh, you know, Australian time where the rugby league is. Is there last night at that residency? Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, do I do I chase up cheaper tickets? Is that possible here? Do I trust? Mm. Do I, I, I don't know, James. You're the master of this place. I haven't seen any street performers yet. Um, so Steer I'm clear. not looking for them. Hey, but, I see uh, people people weren't I, listening I to us on Friday. So both the Hello Sport Boys and Cooper Johns have already been dusted by the slot machine at the airport. Did you you didn't oh. jump on the slots, did you? No, it was incredibly quiet at the airport. I mm. got through no bag check. I've nope. never been to an airport international and no bag check. Just went straight through. Got scanned passport. See you later. Have a nice time. So they didn't know that Brian Fletcher was on that flight then. <laughs> no, no, and, and and had some and had some uh, Rose, you know, Eastern Rosellas in his bag. No, they didn't <laughs> um, know that. It's hard to avoid the poker machines from the hotel I'm staying at. Reception. I say, where's the guest lift? Oh, they're around there through the casino. You got to walk through the casino to get to the guest lifts. It's almost like they want you to uh, drop some, you know, have a slap while you're <laughs> taking your bags upstairs. But yes. no, there's plenty of time to try and fit all that in. Um, but today is very much rugby league mode. Uh, I'll be heading out to Allegiant Stadium later today. Aaron Woods is going to give um, give view, uh, Fox League viewers a little tour of Resorts World and the Manly Camp, so get into the rooms. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're filming that today. Um, all part of the, you know, Fox League build-up, the 360 live shows, Matty Johns, the fan... And then both games exclusive, you know, on, on Sunday, or certainly the season opener yep. exclusive to Fox League on Sunday, Manly and Souths. Uh, Vossi, I, I saw Luke Keary on the news last night, and in his, in his, one of his answers, he sort of said, well, I, I think we're having a captain's run on the stadium. But he, he obviously wasn't sure. Do you, do you know if the teams are having a run on the stadium? Look. The, the best I'd heard, um, and that and, and we heard from Jason Demetrio last week, was that they, at the very least, get a walk around to, I, I guess, sort of acclimatise themselves and get a real feel yep. of the dimensions of the ground. One, uh, you know, it's one thing to measure it out down at the South Sydney Centre of Excellence and the other clubs at their grounds, but to actually experience it with the, with the grandstand seating in and, you, you know, try and get your bearings, in, in particular, Brandy, for kickers, quite obviously... Um, that's an experience that all four teams will get. Will they actually run the ball around? I don't know whether they will fit into the schedule of uh, what they've got, but we'll we'll find out later in the week. It would be unfair, wouldn't it, if 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 one of the one. four or two yes. of the four mm -hmm. didn't get to experience it. Mm -hmm. So you've got to fit all four clubs in, and I don't know whether that's going to happen. Mm. All right, Vossi, enjoy the week. Make sure you get along to the sphere. Remember, watch out for those slot machines and grocery stores. Don't talk to street performers and stay away from the guys selling <laughs> VIP tickets to nightclubs and strip clubs. And the hard liquor. Stay off the hard <laughs> liquor. <laughs> Got see, it, boys. See you, Andrew. Howdy doody. Goodbye. We are here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. In a moment... We'll take a walk down memory lane. Stay with us on the home of sport in Sydney, SCN 1170 AM. That's one small step for man. One giant leap for mankind. Got it! What a catch! This is a famous victory, a magnificent performance. Here's Aloisi for a place in the World Cup. On Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on this day. It's the 28th of February today, 2024. And on this day in 1983, the final episode of MASH aired on TV.
One of the most iconic soundtracks, that one. It drew a record 125 million viewers in the US alone. Holy smokes. Wow, is that sort of the numbers that watched the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl, Bowl. I think they were like 160, 150 like maybe. Uh, on this day in 2020, the Court of Arbitration for Sport banned Chinese triple Olympic gold medalist Sun Yang from swimming or for eight years for breaking anti-doping rules. It's since been cut in half and he can return this May, Rort. <laughs> I'm going to be covering the Olympics. I'm kind of hoping he's back just for the story. Like, the stories write themselves. Mm. If Sun Yang comes back... Is he a big dude? Like, is yeah, he taller than me. Oh, is he really? Huge. Is he? Six, seven, I think. What? Huge. Yeah, he looks like the guy of Jaws um, <laughs> in, in Bond with yeah. the, the silver teeth. Yeah. Huge, huge man. Darren Albert, born on this day in 1976. There's 20 seconds on the clock. Albert, he will play it. 21 metres away. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Albert. Albert will score. Albert will score. Newcastle have won the grand final. Right, right on full time. Iconic. So, so the Andrew John's play in 1997, the Nathan Cleary play in 2023. Yeah. Number sevens, end of the game. Yep. Have to score to win. Bang. If you had to pick one. Oh, I'm biased. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Nathan Cleary's last 20 minutes is the best I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't think there's been a grand final. Like, happy birthday to our colleague across the ditch uh, who we spoke to earlier this week, Ian Smith. Smithy, 67 today. Happy birthday, Ian. And in 1983, U2 released their third studio album, War, featuring this protest song. I love this song when it came Yeah, out. great song. Great song. Vossie's got a chance to see him at the Sphere. Yes. Get to it, Get Andrew. there, Vossie. And don't buy the tickets off a bloke in the street, for God's sakes. If you're listening on SENQ 693 in Brisbane, we now say farewell. Patton Hills are up next. If you're here on SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, plenty more to come, including Dave Riccio from San Diego, the Sydney Kings owner Paul Smith, and much more sport on the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM.